A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole? And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And this story is from Yellow Submarine 0921 Am I the asshole for not allowing my grandfather's first family to enter his funeral? My grandfather passed away at the age of 97. 56 of those years were spent married to my grandmother, 90 female. Before that, my grandfather had a first marriage to another woman. And from that union, a pair of twins, Stephen and Sean, both 77 male, were born. My grandfather and his first wife divorced when the twins turned 18. My grandfather met my grandmother three years after her divorce. From the beginning of their relationship, neither of the twins accepted my grandmother. When my grandmother and grandfather got married, Stephen and Sean cut off permanent contact with my grandfather. He always made attempts to contact them, but the twins always rejected him. My grandfather's funeral was held yesterday. My grandmother was inconsolable and the whole family absolutely destroyed. I-19 Mail was in charge of, so to speak, the door security, as the funeral home did not provide one. To my utter surprise, Stephen and Sean showed up at the funeral with all of their families, wives, children and grandchildren. Neither my family nor I know any of these people except for the twins. They showed up and asked to please be allowed to come inside, but I didn't let them pass since my grandmother was inside. My reasoning is that 1. The twins treated my grandmother horrible and their absence tortured my grandfather all his life. My grandmother also resents herself terribly since she thinks she is the reason why the twins went no contact with grandpa. I know that if my grandma went to see the twins, she would be absolutely devastated. 2. I don't think that someone who hasn't talked to my grandfather for more than half a century has the right to say goodbye to him. I offered to call them when my grandma left the place so they could pay their respects, but they refused. I also told them that if they could wait a few hours until most of the people left, I would let them come in, but they refused anyway. They wanted to go inside now. In the end, they ended up leaving the place incredibly angry and super mad at me since I won't budge. Somehow, the twins' family found my social media, and now their children and grandchildren keep sending me messages about how I denied the twins the opportunity to make up for their mistake, and say goodbye to the person they loved the most. My father and uncle thanked me for trying to protect my grandmother, and said they will defend me from anyone who speaks ill of my actions. But the messages from the twins' family really cut deep into me, and I feel like an arsehole. In my opinion, I think you was more than fair in this situation that you was trying to protect your grandmother. And it's not like you turned around and said, look, you're not coming in. Simple as that. You gave them opportunities. You said you can pay your respects. You just need to wait a moment. And and I think you were just being respectful all around. And let's face it, you didn't owe these people that respect. And they brought like all the extended family members, which none of your family know. And I assume your grandfather didn't know either. So... I got to say not the arsehole in this one, but Flyro says, as much as they have some right to pay their respects to their father, say goodbye, etc., you offered it to them. You didn't offer it to them on their terms, but we don't negotiate with terrorists. 
You don't sound like you were being spiteful or vindictive or anything. You were being protective of your elderly and distraught grandmother, while also somehow remaining respectful to these people, who you don't really have any reason to respect. Sounds like you handled this like a champ, not the arsehole. Candy replies that saying, does anyone else think that the reason they wanted to go in right then was because they wanted to say or do something to OP's grandmother and not say goodbye to their father one last time? It's suspicious that they wanted to go in right then, even they knew that OP's grandmother was inside a woman who they couldn't stand. Either that was the reason or to make them seem like good people in the eyes of everyone in their life. They also could be trying to see if there was a will and if they got anything in it. Scorchy Song says not the arsehole. Sean and Steven made their feelings very clear, much to the pain of your grandparents. And to your knowledge, didn't try to reconcile until after their father's deathbed. On top of this, they brought a bunch of strangers to a funeral, three generations, so the emotional support argument isn't strong. And then quotes, somehow the twins family found my social media and now their children and grandchildren keep sending me message about how I denied the twins the opportunity to make up for their mistake and say goodbye to the person they love the most. Then goes on to say, the flying monkeys don't realize it was up to Stephen and Sean to reach out in their father's lifetime or ignore this to defend family. If the twins wanted to make it up, it needed to be to their father in life for it to be meaningful and heal rifts. If they loved him, why the half-century no contact on their part? Grounded says not the arsehole, the twins' actions speak for themselves. Your alternatives to their entering while your grandmother was there were generous. And a wife of 56 years deserves more accommodation and protection than two people who hadn't spoken to the deceased for over 50 years before his death and never accepted his second wife. They were putting on a show with their families and what they would likely have said to your grandmother isn't pretty. Good for you. Can the environmental says not the arsehole, you didn't deny them entrance, you gave them an opportunity to come back later, so it wouldn't upset your grandmother or other family members, but they rejected it. Their pride is what got in the way, much as it sounds like it did when your grandfather was alive. Sorry for your loss. And one more from Bank Frequency who comes in to say not the arsehole and I would expect them to contest the will. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What do you think their plans was? Do you think they was just paying respect or do you think there was more to it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. This story is from SumPollock4529 titled, Am I the arsehole for telling another mum to enjoy her nursing home when she is older? My daughter is four and recently started attending pre-K. I've made some friends with some of the other parents in her class. With my daughter, I practice gentle parenting. I communicate with her and tell her that her feelings are okay, but her behavior is not. I don't expect obedience from her, but to think about the right choices to make. And although she and mummy aren't equals on authority, we are equal on respect. There is one mum whose son is in my daughter's pre-K class, who we will call RJ. RJ has four kids a four-year-old and three elementary school-aged kids, and has a completely different parenting style than me. She constantly berates them and hands out big consequences for even the smallest of offenses. She brought her other kids to pick her son up and all of her kids look beaten down and sad. She doesn't even care about it. She just says stuff like, I don't care if they like me or hate me in the future. I'm just happy I'm not raising special snowflakes. There is one dad who I've become close friends with and we text each other about how we feel about RJ's parenting. I keep my mouth shut since she's so stuck in her ways and it won't do anything good. On Friday, I pick up my daughter and she threw a small fit, as four-year-olds do, and doubt and quickly resolved it as I usually do. 
RJ saw this and confronted me telling me I was too soft with my daughter and am what is wrong with parents today and gave me parenting advice which that I could never imagine applying to parenting my daughter. I hit my limit and just blurted out, yeah, well enjoy your nursing home when you can't take care of yourself anymore. That's where the parents who emotionally abuse their kids go and stormed out before getting a reaction. I text my friend later to ask him if my words had any weight or to RJ and he told me she cursed up a storm about me, called me an ass but got over it. Apparently a few other parents think I stepped out of line but most of them, at least the vocal ones, support what I said. I know I may have crossed a line but I feel like I said what had to be said and she criticized my parenting in the first place. Now I'm gonna have to raise a point straight away and it's only the sensitive me talking here and it, it kind of got me on edge when you mentioned about, you know, well, enjoy your nursing home when you can't take care of yourself anymore. That's where the parents who emotionally abuse their kids go. And it, it brought me back to when I was a lot younger and, um, and my dad had to make the decision to put his mum in a nursing home because of her dementia because he couldn't, he couldn't deal with those needs that she needed and we loved our grandma to bits going around her house and she had apple trees plum bushes she had so much fruit and I met my best memories with her is going out in the garden and picking fruit with her and all that sort of good stuff keep it together Mark keep it together and I can always remember when I was younger sitting on the top of our stairs and hearing my mum and dad listening into sneaking listening to them about my dad having to make that decision and hearing one of the very few times in my whole life my dad crying oh man and the last time I visited her in the care home before she passed away, I can remember thinking this is the best place for her. These are, these carers are the best people for her, for her needs in this particular moment. So that little particular paragraph there really uh, set me off in some ways, you know. Anyway, I've gone off on one, but Lieutenant Short says, not the arsehole, unsolicited advice means unsolicited answer lol failsafe says not the asshole she brought up parenting styles and forced her advice on you she opened that can of worms now she gets to deal with the backlash and realistic airport says i think that unasked for advice about parenting comes across as massively judgmental which raise your hackles and you've seen the impact on these children and feel sorry for them and want to protect them however your comments were reactive so you lost the battle somewhat in losing your cool and going on the attack and made it personal which won't win any prizes in the debate team Practice some comebacks beforehand, something to rise above such comments and show that they have no impact on you. She is not the parenting police and you didn't ask. The ideal comment is something like, thank you, but I didn't ask for your parenting advice from you, nor would I ever. Not the asshole. Your humble narrator says everyone sucks here. She sounds like a real peach who likes to give unsolicited advice and only got what she had coming. You had a bad moment and you were an arsehole. Sometimes being an arsehole isn't the worst thing you can do. That said, in your heart of hearts, you are parenting your kiddo in a certain way to try and help ensure a more comfortable future for yourself. You're well an arsehole. Make plans for your future that are dependent on your kiddo handling it for you. Pay 100% less attention to what a person you don't even like has to say about you and you'll be less likely to lose your cool over her eye-roll-worthy comments in the future. Franny Fran Fran says, everyone sucks here. Get off your high horse. Parent however you want, but just remember, your daughter saw you stoop low and act nasty to that other woman. Kids are incredible at mimicking, and they're extremely impressionable at that age, so don't be surprised when your daughter turns into a snob too. And quotes, she criticized my parenting in the first place, and then says, who cares? You already don't respect her, so why do you care what she thinks about your parenting style? Just walk away and teach your daughter the right lesson. 
Who is Nick says everyone sucks here. Both of you should have stayed out of each other's parenting. She's making an assumption that you're making your child too soft and you're making assumptions that our children will resent her one day. Neither of you have any idea what the other household is like at home. And Quirky Syrup says, you're the arsehole. What a weird and sad response. First, you want to be a good parent. Model the behavior you hope to impart. Be the bigger person. Second, what kind of batshit response was that? Do you truly believe that reasoning with a four-year, you have assured that you will always be respected and listened to? As you can clearly see, your style of parenting will cause issues sometimes, as displayed by your child's tantrum that started this silliness. Interesting. Third, do you hope that imparting some style of parenting on your kid makes you a candidate to live with them forever? In my mind, I cannot think of a more selfish logic. I do not plan on foisting my wrinkled old self on any of my kids. I didn't breed as a backup for retirement, and I certainly don't parent in expectation that everyone else should follow my lead or I will gossip with others and malign them. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What are your thoughts? It seems to be there's two different opinions on this one. Well, actually three. We've got an everyone sucks here. You're the arsehole and not the arsehole. So let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And this story is from Tessie23 titled, Am I the arsehole for not paying my fitness trainer? I borrowed my friend's Reddit as a throwaway just in case. I'm a 25-year-old female and about half a year ago, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend. I gained a bit of weight during our relationship, so I started to go to the local gym and hired a trainer. He's a very handsome guy and we kind of clicked. I used to go three times a week and he was flirting with me kind of obviously, but I was not thinking anything about it. Last week, we were working out together and he asked me if I would like to go with him to the gym, which he visits when he exercises and then grabs some coffee. I was thinking, yeah, why not? Sounds like fun and accepted. We met the second day, worked out for an hour or so, and then we went to the Starbucks nearby. When we sat down, he asked me if I'm going to need an account number for today's lesson or if I can pay him in cash. I was a bit confused because I really thought it was a date and he was not even really coaching me during the workout. He was doing his own stuff most of the time, chatting a bit with me. Also, he asked more money than I was actually paying for an hour. I told him I thought it was a date and that I'm not going to pay him because he was not coaching me at the gym. He told me that he should still be paid because he is the personal trainer and I went to the gym with him and he was exercising with me. I finally didn't pay him anything, left the coffee on the table and went home. Later, I got a phone call from the gym and he doesn't want to be my trainer anymore and I'm not welcome there because I have been acting inappropriately. The whole situation seems a bit confusing. So, am I the arsehole? Absolutely, you're not the arsehole. He sounds like a scammer to me. And I'll be straight on the blower to the gym saying, you know, what the bloody hell's he been saying? Because he said something that you've been acting inappropriately towards him. And let's face it, if he's done this to you, I think it's very likely that there's going to be other people involved as well. So I think you do need to inform the gym what happened there. Exactly. Show him this post if you have to. And it may be a bit of a push, but the gym may have CCTV. And if he was actively flirting, it may be obvious on the cameras. Possibly. Maybe reach in there. But Shabalba says, not the arsehole. And I would report him to the gym you met him at, explaining that he tried to hustle you hillman says not the asshole call the gym and tell them your story sounds like he's scamming their customers they should know indignant loris says he's the one that has been acting inappropriately by flirting during work suggesting a date then trying to charge you for his time 
you should file a counter complaint with the gym, although they might be in on it or take his side if they've made a decision on his account alone and not hearing your side of it. In which case, you might want to post some online reviews of the gym and trainer to warn others. He's probably scammed a lot of women this way. Not the asshole. Extra voice says not the asshole, but inform the gym on what happened. This probably isn't the first time he has done this. Followed by Edjo Allen who says not the asshole. If he considered it a lesson, he should have made that clear. Asking you to work out and go for a coffee sounds like a date, not a lesson. Is he an employee of the first gym? It just comes off as shady that he would take you to a different facility than he's an employee and increase the amount he charges. And we have a couple more. One from Animaniac2 says, not the asshole, call the gym and report the entirety of the interaction. Fine if he doesn't want to be your trainer anymore. Not so fine of him to get you banned from the gym. And if anything, he tried to poach you as a personal client. It didn't even have to be a date that you were accepting so much as between friends or acquaintances. Offer to go hang out somewhere else and work out together and hang out, not a paid session at another location. You could have been mistaken about it being a date, but not about making an offer that did not seem to be a paid session for him. And Killer Be Killed says, not the asshole. He just wanted to con some money from you on your day off. He invited you to a secondary location, away from where you've agreed to pay him. That is a freebie if anything. You're better off not having him as a trainer anymore. He seems like a sleazeball. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in that situation? It certainly sounds like a scam to me. But what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to another. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the arsehole for being harsh on my mum and refusing to get my last name hyphenated? Okay, I've been holding off for a while posting this because I know a lot of my family uses Reddit and it'd be easy for them to know it's me, but I don't care anymore. I, female 19, am the product of an affair. I have four siblings between 25 and 30 and I haven't talked to any of them since I was like 10. I lived with my mum till I was five then went to visit my aunt and uncle for weeks at a time. I'd stay with them two to four weeks, then go back home for a weekend and back with them for the same time. That soon became my new normal. The day I was home, my mum and her husband would argue and it was obviously about me. He couldn't stand to be in the same room as me. Look at me, just acknowledge me at all and she acted like it was okay. I can't blame him for not liking me, but it was still fucked up on a level. Then maybe a year and a half later, I stopped going home and my aunt and uncle became my guardians. My belongings were shipped to me and that was about it. My mum visited me on holidays, but that was all I seen slash heard of her. Then around nine years old, she stopped contacting me altogether. As I got older, I no longer see my mum as a mother, see my aunt and uncle as my parents instead. 
I keep all the boring details, but fast forward before my high school graduation back in June. They sent out emails to us asking if we'd like to make any changes to our personal info before everything was put in our yearbooks. And I took that chance to change my last name to the same as aunt and uncle. Because we didn't get a regular graduation and our diplomas were mailed to us, we didn't receive them until two months after we graduated. I got it three weeks ago. I posted it on social media and showed my aunt and uncle. Things got super emotional, but they loved it. Now, I don't have any of my siblings or mum on social media, so I'm assuming a distant family member that I do must have told her about it because she got in contact with me that same day on Messenger and asked why people were asking her about my name. When I told her I changed my last name on my diploma, she got mad that I didn't check with her to see if it was okay. This is where I feel like I might be the asshole. I told her she was barely a mother to me and she cared more about being with her husband than raising her daughter. I said I was legally going to change my last name anyways and don't need slash want her permission. She said I should at least get my name hyphenated and I told her I didn't want any part of her last name as it meant nothing to me. Am I the arsehole? Okay, so I just lurked the birth giver's Facebook page a little and she'd been posting updates about me for years. Even posted some pictures of me that I know she took from my Instagram page. That's private, so I'm not sure how she's gotten a hold of any of this. I'm going to make a new Instagram, but as for the current one, it's going public and it's going to be blessed with a lot of replies I got here. She and whoever else can look at all of you guys' lovely comments. Now, firstly, I think we should always say congratulations on graduating. And it sounds like you've had an absolutely terrible time these last few years, but glad that you've got family like your aunt and uncle. They sound like wonderful people, but I don't get your mum's logic in this you know absolutely abandon her child and then once you change her name you think that she should be asking you for permission i mean what the hell's that about and you know you mentioned the husband not liking being in the same room as you and I, you know what i i sort of i get a part of it i get a part of it of you know feeling awkward about the whole thing but you're not at fault here you didn't do anything wrong and my kind of logic is you know if you're going to be that shitty about it why would you stay in the relationship you've just forced a child out of their home to go and live somewhere else because you're so angry about the affair anyway and it's not your fault i just don't understand that kind of logic i really don't but resident cricket says not the arsehole your mum's logic i didn't raise you but you should ask my permission before before taking your parents because they are your parents surname uh no Steve Dresner says, not the asshole. She feels guilty for abandoning you. You did nothing wrong. Congratulations on graduating and I'm happy for you and your parents. It's great that you're going to change your name to be the same as them. It's Stacey saying, not the asshole. Your mum's husband is an asshole for taking the affair out on an innocent child. Your mother is an asshole for allowing him to do so and shipping you away. Your mother abandoned you. You owe her absolutely nothing. I completely agree with everything you are saying slash doing. I want to give you a big hug and bake your aunt and uncle a massive cake. And Pudge the Fish says not the arsehole and I suggest you change your last name legally also as quick as possible. I'm actually surprised the school would do this without seeing a document that your name has been changed legally. Special Koala says not the arsehole. Apart from the fact that it is your choice, she had no right to be offended by your choice. She literally gave you up. Do your distance relatives know about it? Seems like your mum is just embarrassed about it, as she should. Complete Bullfrog says not the arsehole and congratulations. I'd also look into adult adoption, because that'd just be the icing on the name change cake. 
Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. This story is from CorrectC6849, titled, Am I the asshole for telling my husband that since he did not help funding my mother's healthcare, I will do with the inheritance what I want? I am 29 female, a stay-at-home mum. I take care of the home and my son, 4 male, while my husband Sam, 31 male, works. I haven't had a job in four years as Sam wanted me to be a stay-at-home mum by the time our son was born. I accepted since Sam has an absurdly good salary and mine was not that great. My mum fell ill half a year ago. Her diabetes became quite complicated and she needed some medical care. We don't live in the US so the expenses were relatively small. I asked Sam to please give me half of the total medical bill since my brother, 25 male, was going to pay the other half. Sam refused to pay a penny from the bill and since I have no income, my brother had to pay it all. Sadly, my mum passed away a month ago. My brother and I just got the whole estate in order. Each of us is going to get somewhat considerable figure. Says my mother had some properties which she did not sell as they are in poor condition. This morning, my husband told me he wants me to sell my part of the inheritance so we can make some non-vital house repairs and possibly go on vacation. I laughed more out of anger than anything else and told him that he had no right to suggest how to make use of the inheritance that my mother left when he refused to even pay half of her medical bills. He called me an asshole and went to work. I got a call from his sister who was extremely angry. She called me irrational and told me that since I was living off the money Sam earns, I have no right to demand money from him and that the inheritance gives me the opportunity to return some of the money he has spent on me. The call really got me thinking and I wonder if I'm really behaving like an asshole. Now, I think if one partner insists the other be the stay-at-home parent, then the money has to be somewhat equal that, that's brought into the house, right? You can't, you can't really say you're going to be the stay-at-home parent and then have no money whatsoever and all the money belongs to the other partner because that's just that we're going down the financial abuse road here which I don't know if that's an extreme thing to say at this point, but it certainly feels like it to me. And, you know, some of the other stories we read, it, it, it certainly feels that way. In which case, there's far bigger things in this story than the inheritance at this moment in time. Obviously, the inheritance, the inheritance is very, very important, but the relationship itself sounds a bit, you know, worrying to me. But So I would certainly say you're not the arsehole in this one. But I am Lurker2020 says not the arsehole and I would seriously consider using that inheritance money to divorce your husband. This is a financial abuse on his part. He is an arsehole and has thrown some major red flags. Mild Attitude says not the arsehole. Sam wanted you to be a stay-at-home parent. Then he and his sister use money to control you and berate you. Take the inheritance and use it to get away from this controlling, selfish man. Starchy Tuba says not the asshole, but if Sam's attitude is that since he makes the money, he controls it completely, you have bigger problems than what to do about an inheritance. When both partners have decided that one person will stay at home, then all the monies have to be pooled. You should always have an equal say about money and should not have to go begging. Getting his sister involved is so bizarre. What the fuck kind of marriage is this? If Sam refuses to have joint finances, you've got to go back to work or demand a salary for the childcare and housework you do. This way you can establish some financial independence while you figure out if this is a good situation for you and your kid. Don't sell the properties until you guys have worked on your marriage. It's easier to keep an inheritance separate from marital assets in the event of divorce if you haven't liquidated the properties and commingled the funds. And who is says, not the asshole girl, this is Red Flag City. He's financially abusing you or trying to. 
He's definitely trying to leave you without options. He needs to get himself sorted out before you do it for him. Don't let him near that money or any of the investment properties. Make sure his name isn't on anything. Cosmic Jenny says not the asshole. Your husband is 100% an asshole here. If he continues this behavior in regards to money, consider getting a paying job and in a worst case scenario, a divorce. Also, his sister has absolutely no say in this matter. Not her marriage, not her money. And one more from Chi Lawyer who says, not the asshole, although you should pay your brother back half of the medical bills, I would consider him to have made an advance payment on behalf of the estate. Now, what do you guys make of this story and today's collections of stories? What is your thoughts, your verdicts on them if you choose to share them? No pressure though, of course. But if you did enjoy today's stories, would you please consider hitting that like, maybe that subscribe button as well. And just a huge thank you for supporting me in the way you do. It's absolutely amazing. Thanks for your love, support, and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.